All right, welcome everybody to another episode of Idiots Discuss the Universe. Yeehaw. Word on the street is um, we might be doing a little old gold today. That's right. Spenny came with a little something special. I did. I have no idea what it is, but um, yeah, it's going to be um, going to be something. I think you're going to be really, <laughs> really thrilled about this old gold. Uh-huh. Um, because I've been going down some memory lane stuff that just got spurred from a random YouTube interview. Okay. And uh, it sent me down this rabbit hole of like some a band that was actually very important uh, in my formative years. What year? What what years are we talking about? We're here? talking like nine and ten. You okay. know, eight, nine, ten, like when I first started playing guitar, eleven, twelve, you know, like those kind of like. Are you going to make me listen to Rob Thomas again? No. Okay, good. It's okay, actually, God it's damn. actually, I think, I think it's entirely possible you're really going to wish I was making you listen <laughs> to Rob Thomas again. <laughs> you might be praying for Rob Thomas by the end of this episode and oh, speaking no. of prayer oh no the band that we're gonna listen to is creed oh god <laughs> creed man okay all right <laughs> creed okay so let's 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 go back okay so creed is <laughs> that was uh probably 10 year old spenny's like favorite band Okay. <laughs> He's doing deep breaths. He's doing deep mm-hmm. breaths of calming, mm-hmm. calming mm-hmm. meditation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Things in the periphery are starting to become very, very solid for me now. Yeah. About like where, okay, yeah. Some of your some of your character things are really mm-hmm. start, okay. So Creed was a here. big band because it was kind of that thing of like you know I I had to go to church when I was a kid. Okay. Um, sure. All the way up until that point. That's probably when I started like rebelling a little bit, but I still had my uh, like Christian sure. programming shit happening. Right, and so Creed was right in there where it's like this shit that it's like kind of pushing the boundaries of like I'm a rebellious, but I'm still a Christian kind of thing. Right, it would kind of like shock the other Christians a little, yeah. a little bit, but not enough that they would like not let you be part of the Christian right. team. Yeah, because yeah. it's kind of like here's this badass who goes to church. You know what I mean? This is a church going. You're still going to church, but you're kind of like you like yeah, like my inner peace has been destroyed. Yeah, it's, it's, my sanctity. Ah. It's it's the U two of the you know the late 90s yeah yeah totally yeah and um so there was an interview uh you know theo vaughn the comedian he had scott stapp on his podcast recently and did an interview and i watched it over the past couple of days and you know it was just very very fascinating uh, listening to this guy and kind of like realizing what his story was because it's kind of like I remember Creed just kind of became like pretty quickly like any band that has this sort of accelerated like they they become a band they release their first album and five years later they're like playing the Super Bowl yeah kind of a thing mm-hmm. that's like what it was for yes. for Creed and you know they're all like dudes in their twenties you know yeah yeah and so um you don't you know I didn't really like realize or think about what was happening back then but you know ba- Scott Stapp basically very publicly like went fucking off the rails okay yeah i don't recall that yeah yeah no he he did and and the band dissolved pretty quickly after their third album okay what was that like 2003 4 2001 and so i think by 2003 or 4 they were they were done okay you know um and yeah it was just interesting listening to his whole thing because i didn't realize like what kind of like a maniac he he became um like, dude, in 2008, he, like, fell off the wagon again. So the whole time he was, like, you know, hard... Recovered, recovered alcoholic. Well, I mean, uh, so he grew up, apparently, in a very, like, abusive religious household where it was like, all right, it's Monday, it's time for the beating. <laughs> you know, it's time for the beating uh, for all your sinful sure, thoughts that sure. you definitely had. Sure. You know? Uh-huh. And if you're not out of bed, like, I, I'm waking you up. If you're not here and dressed in five minutes like on a timer then it's another beating for you you know okay that kind of a thing sure 
So apparently he rebelled against that pretty hard, wanted to become like a rocker and, you know, achieved success and fame at a pretty young age and was just like started boozing and using pills and all that sort of stuff. And was like, you know, fucking ladies and all being very much like not Christian, you know? Right. And that's the thing with Creed where that like none of them like like the band itself, like regardless of him was they're like dude can you fucking stop with this with the god and the prayers stuff uh-huh he's like it's just like what i want what i wish i was you know what i mean it's they're not like a christian band in that sense you know they didn't set out to be like a warship band sure, sure. Um, but that's always what his lyrical content was like surrounding i guess as yeah. being like uh-huh. a you know, like repenting because he's like a, a t- well, because he got beat to death as a child, and that's kind of like ingrained into his like <laughs> yeah. artistic psyche, probably a yeah. little bit. He's working through some of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh-huh. And so, uh, yeah, they got a ton of fame. Didn't know how to handle it. Went off the rails. He, I think, tried to like. I think it was in two thousand three, after the band was like dissolving and everything. He there's multiple like suicide things and th- there was this one story he talked about where he basically jumped off his hotel balcony, wow, in a stupor like 45 feet, uh, hit the concrete, survived like cracked his skull and his ribs and all this sort of shit, and uh, and was laying there for like two hours like you know like ah, and and then the rapper Ti came along. Oh my god! And found him, and he's like, "Ti is my guardian angel." <laughs> you know what I mean? There's like, some, you're in trouble. You're in trouble if Ti is your guard. But, it, but he took care of the situation. He got him help, and it, you know, I mean, he was rich, so I'm sure he got like some of the best doctors. But um, there's that. There's some sort of instance when he he got sober and then fell off the wagon again and was like, "I need to go assassinate President Obama." You know what I mean? Do you remember when that shit was going on? Uh-huh. He was putting videos on Facebook. He was like living out of his car. His his wife had to like cut him off from all the money. Uh-huh. You know, and he was like, they, you know, there's all these headlines going around like Creed, li- like front man of Creed living in motel, you know? Yeah, yeah, I do vaguely remember that. Yeah, and so he got like diagnosed with bipolar and he was on drugs and just like all this really crazy shit. Um that was going on and uh he you know and now is just like a father of four and just like yeah i'm just trying to you know sober and just like kind of talking about the whole trajectory and how how nuts it was i didn't really put it all together you yeah. know because uh-huh. it kind of like just as much as creed like i liked creed when they were popular when they became unpopular very quickly i was like oh yeah it's just fucking gay you know? <laughs> like sure. i i rejected sure. it you know oh and, yeah and the whole time it's really interesting because there's you know these a few bands out there where they're very popular um commercially like stadiums and just people love selling yeah. millions mm-hmm. and millions of records but the critics hate them you know yeah like critics yeah. and people who are into like art art are like this is terrible. Listen to Pearl Jam instead, you buffoons, you know? <laughs> and they're like, no, we like Creed way better, you know? And they're like, but it's derivative, you know? And it, it is, I mean, like... Yeah, it was a sad time for that kind of rock at that time. And one of the things that saved Creed was Nickelback. Mm-hmm. In the sense that, like, at the same time that Creed... Because the same thing kind of happened with Nickelback in yeah. the sense that, like... For being a band that everybody made fun of, dude, those guys sold fucking records. Like, oh, yeah. Goddamn crazy. Yeah. That year, that one song was just like every other song on every station that you listen yeah. to. It was nuts. It was like the end of the radio dominance thing. Right. And they were just like a lightning rod for... Um... Oh, is that one guy? What's the name of the guy? Chad Kroger. Uh, He's on the guy from the guy from Sarah Silverman, the big, oh. the big, the big fat. Um, oh, Brian Posehn. Brian Posehn was the guy that started the Nickelback hate. 
Oh, interesting. Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. And then Joe Rogan sealed it because he made the joke about if, you know, if a tree falls in the forest and no one can hear it, have we found the spot for the perfect Nickelback concert? <laughs> you know? And that was like at the beginning of Twitter. Oh, okay. And yeah. that was like one of the first huge viral tweets from Joe Rogan, right. you know? Okay. And so, but it was Brian Posehn that kept like, there was some, some interview show where he just, no matter what they were talking about, he would just keep coming back about how much fucking Nickelback sucked. Mm -hmm. You know, it was just like his gag yeah. that night, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And it just kind of like somehow took off and yeah. then everybody fucking hated him. But they were crazy, but they did run interference for Creed. Yeah. You know, in the sense that I think Creed would have attracted more like ridicule, I think, mm -hmm. because people love to jump on those quasi, if they think you're quasi religious, you know, yeah. and then you fall a little bit like they love it. Exactly. You know, like people love to hate Bono. Right. You know, they love to hate that fucker because yeah. like he kind of fell from grace as far as so, you know, what I'm saying like he was a. The, the the people that aren't Christian are never going to quite trust him all the mm -hmm. way, and then like the old the other people are like, yeah, no, you dressed up like the devil and gotten that you were in that photo shoot with all those teens in a hot tub at one time, right? Not a photo shoot, but they caught a picture of him in like a hot tub at a hotel with like all these like really young girls, mm. and um, everybody was dressed, but it was still like, you know, yeah, not really cool when he was married, sure, um. But yeah, you know, Creed, um, I never really super hated on Creed, I guess. You didn't? I didn't enjoy it. You know right. what I'm saying? But yeah. it was never like a lightning rod for me to like despise it as okay. much. You know what okay. I'm saying? Yeah. And I do kind of like, um, at the time, I was kind of into that sort of vocal Right, and I kind of gave him the benefit of the doubt too, because it felt like rock was dying. Yeah, at that time, in right. such a huge way. Right, there were so few like glimmers of hope in that genre. Yeah, you know that it was all kind of going into this like Bush style fucking yeah. whatever that is. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like if you take um, Stone Temple Pilots and you just fucking beat all the testosterone out of it <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. and um, make bands like that. Right. You know, yeah. um, but Creed I liked because I, I, I didn't like, but like you could tell there was some crazy in it. Yeah. They're like the band live that was also kind of like in that same period. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what their story is, but there's some crazy in there. Sure. You know what I'm saying? And that makes for good for good stuff. Yeah. Should we listen to one of these one of these yeah, um, I mean, gems? I, I Do you have a playlist ready for us? Well, I, I figured we would just focus on the, the, the debut hits. album. Oh, okay. Because, I mean, we've got to keep it kosher. We're keeping it in the 90s. Um, okay. Well, so yeah. I guess we could listen to their first two, stuff from their first two albums. Well, we're all the way up. I think we can go all the way up to 2003 now, right? Oh, we can because 20 years is Aren't the we doing 20 years? Yeah, oh, yeah. I think we're doing 20 okay, years. Okay, so yeah, we can listen to... Any of it. Any of it. Okay, sweet. Um, what's your favorite? What's your favorite Creed, Spenny? Well, going now that I'm like uh, gone through like music snobbery and back, I've been jamming their first album. Okay. Um, uh, My own prison, which um, <laughs> which uh, has some sweet cuts on it because <laughs> it's got some really sweet fucking cuts. Uh, because mm. it's like uh, more raw, you know, than mm. all their stuff. And the crazy thing about this album, like I didn't realize Creed set so many records uh, as far as like uh, for a debut rock album, they like set the record for like number one singles and shit like that. You know, oh yeah, like uh -huh. the you know, and and they're 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 not like an industry band. They're like Florida, Florida dudes. You know, yeah, who like got together and were like, yeah, we're gonna be the biggest band, yeah, <laughs> you know. And it's like it's funny because his voice oh, has become <laughs> has become a meme, you know. Yeah, which he talks about, and he's like, hey man, I I love it, you know. P I, people come up to me on the street and they're like, with arms wide open, you know. And he's like, I love it, man. You know, <laughs> you know, and um, yeah, no, so, it, it, this that was a thing. Like Eddie Vedder started that in the beginning of the nineties, right. and then it just got to points of ridiculousness yeah. at the end of the nineties, where they were getting these people that were really like, yeah, they sound like they're doing an impression. 
Right. Really no, he parody. sounds like a Saturday night Saturday Night Live impression of Eddie Vedder. Yeah. But I like him better than and Eddie Vedder. And then people would. I know, but you have a weird thing against Eddie Vedder. <laughs> I just hate the vibrato. I, hate like his, if, I don't like his warble. <laughs> if he had just like a straight, but he's got like this <laughs> thing going on, you know? You like, know. you like more of the, yeah, yeah. yeah like, I'm like more of like I'm a, a singer like this. Well, I've always been like, <laughs> I was always maintained Lane Staley was the best of all the grunge vocalists. So it's like, he's the man. You know, mm, yeah. Here he's my personal favorite, um, and then like Eddie Vedder is like on the other end where he's just kind of like everything wrong with um, grunge vocals. Yeah, I don't know. Like he just made. I just, yeah, I don't know. He just kind of always bothered me, um, and and I tried so many times because I mean they're like, oh, you like grunge? Well, you then you have to like Pearl Jam, and I'm like, but they're not good though, because they're like. I mean, they're not. It's not that they're not good, and I, I bet I could go back and listen to ten and be like, "All right, this fucking rips," you know. Yeah. But um, T- ten is the only one that I'm gonna go to the mats mattresses right. for. You sure. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because that is a fantastic fucking debut album, yeah. and it's it's just a fantastic album. Yeah. The next album it drops by seventy percent, and then right. after that, it's it's really pathetic. Yeah. You know, it's uh, for my in my book. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was just super... I did not understand why people continued to listen to Pearl Jam after the second album. Second album has one or two. Like, I went to see them on that tour. Um, and it's got one or two... Maybe, like, half of the songs on it are kind of kind of bangers. You know what I'm saying? And there's one or two that would fit on that first album. Right. Um, but, dude, those are the last two that I heard. You know, they turned into kind of, like, fucking, like... I don't know, like a one-lane Neil Young after that. Yeah, you know, and um, I don't know. I just really like every time I hear the name Stone Gossard, I just want to punch the wall until my fist breaks because it just makes me mad. What's that? That's one of the members of the band. They're all just like kind of. They're all just dudes that I just want to punch the wall until my Mm -hmm. my heart my hand my hand (laughs) breaks. Mm -hmm. You know, they're all just like a bunch of douchebag hair rockers that like they're like oh shit. Um, everybody, not, not Eddie, not Eddie, but everybody else in the band was a bunch of shithead hair rockers that or just like, oh, this is the thing that's popular now. So like, yeah. we're just totally going to switch what we do to this thing that's popular now. Right. And to me, like, if you can do that, then I get it. But like, you're a session musician. Right. Kind of, yeah. you know. And they were smart enough to like, oh, the, we killed that last hair metal guy. So let's get this, this surfer guy with the, ooh, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and there we go. There we smart, have it. Smart, but smart I don't move. know. But you know what I'm saying. Like the not the most artistically. Mm-hmm. And that was what grunge was about for me too. You yeah. know. I don't know. That was like punky. You have to kind of mean it. Yeah, totally. You can't stop. Like, oh, I'm going to stop my career in classical music to play some punk music, right? Because punk's really selling. Yeah. You know, you're not getting it, right? You know, yeah. like on some fundamental level. Yeah. Um. Anyway, but Creed, let's um, Creed. Let, let's, let's start with the song "Torn." This is just the first song from my own prison, and uh, I was watching the uh, Woodstock '99 footage of them playing, and they open with this song, and like, you know, given Scott's like vocal timbre and everything, it's mm-hmm. like, if you don't like it, you don't like it, you know, but. <laughs> But he and all the footage, this all this live footage I've seen, I'm like, the dude is nailing it. Oh, the dude nails it live, like to an uh, honestly very impressive degree. As as you know, especially when you compare it to now and the band, of course, as well. But like his vocals are so spot on live that um, you kind of see why uh, people would go to see him, and they're like, holy shit! And they blow him away. Yeah, yeah, it's like. Yeah. Damn, like, and I think that you know, like, a lot of that Christian stuff is like that. You know, the people yeah. are kind of tuned for the church thing. Yeah, you know, if you start talking about Jesus or God or even the devil, yeah, you know, like it raises things up to this other level. Yeah, totally. Um, so which one are we going to listen to? We're going to listen to Torn. Torn. Okay, cool. So we got Wheel of Death right now, so I'm going to let everything calm down and then we'll right. listen to that and we'll be right back. All right, sounds All right. good. All right, we'll be right back.
All right. Yeah, that's um, that was a blast from the past, right there. <laughs> right. Um, oh, I, I got, I got lots of um observations. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it kind of brought back that whole like um, that mighty mighty snare drum that they love to put in their songs. Mm. I had forgotten about how that drum was mixed into it. You right. know. Yeah. And it is kind of a common feature of a lot of those bands of this mm. time. But man, it stuck out on this one like crazy, where yeah. they just really record. <laughs> they record the shit out of that snare, yeah, dude. Sure. Um, I love, and I had forgotten how they just use his voice as an instrument during parts of the right. song. You know, yeah. I thought that was really cool, uh, um, dude. It was like, yeah, you know. I mean, like it's um, aged pretty well. You yeah. know, like I've kind of like once it's lost a lot of the yuckiness right. of the contemporaryness of it yeah like it's you know what i'm saying like yeah. it's it's a nice conglomeration of a bunch of music that i really enjoyed yeah totally it really is yeah and his voice is like not like you know what i'm saying unless you kind of try to make it ridiculous mm. it's it's a great voice yeah it's you know a in a lot bar- of ways baritone it is like I don't know. It's it's it to me. I prefer like the um, Eddie Vedder, like a little bit more texture on the long notes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it does get to be like, are they computer? Like, is the computer making that longer? Because it's just so, you know, it's that right. same tone, and that's a sign of a great, great voice. Yeah. Totally. Um, but dude, he sounds so much like Eddie Vedder. Like when they get in the grrr voice, you yeah. know, when they're doing that thing, it's the. Ah! It's the same dude. Yeah, totally. I mean, you could swap them in and out. It's it's not a problem at all. Yeah. But um, the guitar was quite great. The bassist, I rem- now I remember the bassist of, is is a really great bassist yeah. in this. Yeah. Uh, very interesting. You could tell that they listened to the first Tool album right a couple times. Yeah, maybe totally. In here, you know totally. what I'm saying? Like absolutely. Um, but they didn't listen to it too much. No, they, they, they <laughs> knew that they liked it. Yes. I feel like one of them really listened to it a lot. Mm-hmm. I think the the true shining, the guy that gives Creed its like, uh, like lasting potential is actually the guitar player, Mark Tremonti. Because, I mean, okay, so... And the, they had just one guitar player? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, just, he's like the... You know, he would write the songs as far as the um, like the music goes. Right, just the, the non Jesus parts. Non Jesus parts, yeah. <laughs> and uh, he's just like a really good, um, you know, at making solid, like no nonsense, but still pretty interesting. Yeah, songs, you know, uh-huh. and uh, a lot of his choices are like just different enough, you know, to be like okay. And then you got you know kind of cheeseball mcgee over the top and he's trying to figure out how to make this like catchy as possible Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so that combination oftentimes ends up like being pretty good because it's just different enough you know and um yeah he's just got so many good uh uh like guitar lines and it and it really does get better as far as like the clean guitar stuff goes Mm. and so yeah i just think he's kind of like the the unsung hero and he kind of kept his head down the whole time and was just like yeah you know when i'm on the road i just think about my wife and my kids and i stay out of all that nonsense you know yeah and you're just like damn dude this guy's like a multi multi-millionaire you know yeah and he's like i collect guitars um you know love my family you know <laughs> you're just like that is a fucking boss right there yeah, you sure. know what i mean uh-huh which i guess in that sense, it brings me to another reason why Creed is kind of refreshing now in a sense that like lyrically, um, you know, his lyrics, like I was reading some of them and, you know, it's it does get like pretty funny <laughs> at times where you're just like, oh, sure, all right. Sure. But for to to make songs that are mainly about like struggling with like being alive kind of and like just like the pain of existence you know for the most part and then through like a christian lens it's pretty sick because so much stuff now while it's also about the struggle of being alive it's more like 
uh, like I've given up. Like I do drugs and I mm. fuck and that's cool. And that's what's cool, you dumb fuck. Like, and right, I'll fuck right. your bitch uh-huh. and I'll sell your mom drugs. You sure, know? sure. But he's like, you know, there's like a lot of like hopeful messaging. Yeah, he's like, he's like Johnny Cash. You know what I'm saying? Like, Johnny Cash could be a worthless drunk and drug addict sort of thing, but right. he knew that was bad. Yeah, exactly. And that changes it. Right. He knew. He knows it's bad. Right. And he's telling you, like, don't. Be don't like, do that. Don't, don't be, be like, like me. me. Yeah. Right, right. And he's got songs about like, you know, becoming a father. Right. And how he's like excited to be a dad. You know. And I'm like, fuck yeah. Like, that's hard to do. Not <laughs> to mention sell it on the fucking radio. You right. know. And and it is kind of like a version of Christian it's not like it's it's how Christians can experience the transgression the tra- transgressive stuff without being tra- transgressive mm. is they love to hear the witness of really, really awful sinners. Yeah. You know, right. nothing would get the congregation fired up as if like they were talking about, I used to be a Satanist and I did all this and now I love Jesus, but let me right. tell you about the Satanist stuff. Right. And everybody's like, oh. Yeah. Whoa. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a big thrill. Totally. You know, and that's why, you know, Amazing Grace saved a wretch like me. Like mm-hmm. the person writing that song is not doing great. Right. You know, and that's what makes it, that's what gives it the power. Absolutely. And maybe that same thing, a little bit of that rubbed off with old Dr. Creed and the, and the, and the, and the the bozos. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, let's go to the second album, Human Uh, Clay. Human Clay. Damn. So Jesus. Yeah. Bless them. Bless them. Bless them. Bless their Jesusiness. Okay. So go back to, oh, there. Such the, in the albums too, like the album covers. Yeah. Or just some real yeah. special, 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 <laughs> oh, yeah. special ad stuff going yeah, on there, dude. But, but, well, because it was like, oh, computer <laughs> graphics are just becoming like a thing. I'm surprised you know? they don't have like those weird patterns in the background. No, it's on that next level. It's not the clip art. It's it's, it's not just clip it's art. one bounce behind. It's it's um, it's like doom. You know, it, yeah. it, it looks like oh here's like they paid a guy who is good at shit. You know, and, 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 for this. Yes, and the guy worked long and hard at it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it still looks like Doom. Yeah, yeah, totally. You know? Yeah. Well, they were, yeah, they worked well, on maybe Doom. better than Doom. I don't know. I don't know. I kind of put my old man glasses on it to really re-enjoy this one. But it, um, the guy coming up out of the crossroads, you know, old, um, old dirty guy, mummy, whatever he is, something. Yeah, he's got like a, He's got like a he's like a clock in his hand. He's or some sort like of that. Jesus, some sort of Jesus mummy. I can't really make it out. Yeah, from, he's a, yeah. he's made of human clay. You know. Yeah, he's um. You know, God's God's bringing him up because it's a cross. It's not the crossroads. It's a cross, and old. We made it go away now. Oh, sorry, sorry. You're trying to ruin my joy of this. Yeah, no, I got the old man glasses on. Yeah, no, it is a dude coming up out of the crossroads. And um, it is very much um, Maxi Studios, nineteen ninety-seven. Maybe, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, All right. So, which I'll one are we going to do off of here? I kind of want to do "What If." Okay, second, second one. Oh, that's one's. That's the big. That's the well big. with arms wide open. Is the oh, big okay, one. yeah. You know, we're not. We're oh gonna God, stay yeah, away one. from. Oh, like and the, higher too, dude. Yeah, higher. Yeah, can sh- you take? So it's just like you know. I mean, it's all winners. There. Oh, those are good songs. Like I, their hits, I think are. There's still a new good version songs. of "With Arms Wide Open" with strings spinning. Oh yeah, they're capitalizing on their. <laughs> their <new laughs> on their, on their what? Okay, so yeah, I think that "What If" is good, like good middle, upper middle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's kind of what I'm aiming for. Where it's like some kind of beat. We don't want people to turn off the podcast because yeah. we're playing one of those other ones that yeah. still might trigger. Because those other ones might definitely <laughs> still like, the, I mean like yeah. the higher makes me kind of cringy a little bit. But this this what if, like yeah. I, I I can't, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I can think of it, but I can't like, you know, super think of it like that right. last one. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it'll, exactly. be, it'll, be, it'll be good. Yeah, it will be good. Yeah, what if off of Human Clay, 1999 everybody. That's right, Matrix. Yeah. Think of it the was, Matrix. Yeah, the end of the happy times. Those were happy times? Up until 2001, I would say. Oh, right. The big not, like, maybe not personally the big for boom, me. Boom it wasn't. Came. Yeah, then that was the big. That was the, the big, big boom boom. Yeah, the big <laughs> boom boom. The big boom boom was just like the. You know what I'm saying? I was, was like, just, oh, it is fucked. That was just the cherry on the. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right. Well. Yeah. Anyway, anyway not to be not to work. We're, we're enjoying Creed, so we we're not going to get dark. No, uh, no, no. All right. Yeah. So let's do a little what if, and we're back. Well, that was um, that was great. Actually, on a lot of levels, that was super duper great. Mm-hmm. It made re- made me remember Creed videos, though, so, and how much and yeah. how much I super did enjoy those. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean the visual of Scott with the like open shirt and like the white, and he's just like, you oh. know what I mean? Like uh-huh. visually, these guys were. You know, they're of an era that I think just really doesn't age well. There's like tap out, like spiky hair and earrings and like, you know what I mean? And it's like, and and good for them for like doing what they were being who they are or whatever the fuck. But but they're being it like two minutes too long. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the thing about like a lot of the Creed stuff. It's like, man, if you chop a minute and a half of that shit off, it would be so much tighter and nicer. Yeah. Um... Yeah, this one did drag a little but bit. Dude, it has um it just did some of the interesting stuff twice. Yeah. You know, and it didn't need to. It could right. have just done all the interesting stuff once and maybe one of the interesting things twice just to kind of give it a full thing and then end it. Um in the in the what if hook is not as hooky as they think it is. Right, yeah. You know. Yeah. It's about 70% as hooky as what they think it is. Yeah, it, it it's true. I mean, really it's cool because it's like a heavy part, but I think the vocals should have been just like in the background or something, and like yeah. let the riff. The riff is thing. really cool. You know, it's yeah. a really it's immediately hooky, but like you don't really get it. You don't really hear it all. Like you know, like you say, it's yeah. tricky. It's yeah. tricky, but it's hooky at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, but but some of it, um, mostly vocal areas you know it was just sometimes um like you say i think that there's a that thing between him and the rest of the band you know and the parts where he wins the argument like it's not good yeah it's not as good right you know no totally and it and it really makes you think because apparently you know hearing the rest of the band talk about him he was this guy who had this like oh no i'm we're gonna be the biggest band in the world you know he had like kind of Kanye Trump energy, uh-huh, sure. you know, where you speak things into existence, right? And people are like, "Who the hell are you?" But then it, but then it happens, right? You know what I mean, right? And so you're like, "Whoa!" But people also kind of hate that person a little bit, sure, you know, because it, it, there's like envy and jealousy. You're like, "Oh, I, well, I, what if I want to fucking live on Mars?" You know, I'm gonna, you know what I mean, like, mm-hmm. and uh, so. So I think it's just an interesting thing where you have someone with that like blind level of confidence and they are able to do some incredible things like deliver stuff with that confidence and and lead other people to a thing that they wouldn't have otherwise. But they also tend to get kind of eaten alive by the public once they're like, you know, exposed to it. If they're not like prepared to deal Mm -hmm. with like the the onslaught you know yeah so that i think is really interesting and another thing i i I felt like saying is like well do you have something to say yeah and i think that it's also it's not important because you know we're talking about creed but like i mean an interesting thing to think too is they were probably one of the last rock and roll bands to be able to get away with living a highly alternate lifestyle right. from what the music presents yeah um in that level you know because like christian people like young spenny and all the and all of his right. you know, all the all because the, there's there's a point where the other church members would be like no they're actually evil right yeah. you know, if they would have known that he's like fucking whores and doing a bunch of drugs 
you know. Well, they just... did know because it was like in tabloids because he was like a tabloid level. But celebrity. you'd already kind of let that go by the time that came out because I I don't remember him becoming tabloid until after like two thousand something. Yeah, yeah. I guess it was like two. There was a long period of Creed where it was kind of like they were like you two in the mm-hmm. in the day where like yeah. oh these are good boys singing good music right. and Christian folk like them. Yeah. But they're na- they're kind of bad too, you know. So like yeah. the danger crowd of the Christian folk like them, but they are all like Christian dudes. Yeah. And then that stopped being the the thing, mm-hmm. and they very quickly folded. Kind of just from my outside perspective, like once that started, like they went down and out. Yeah. Like right after that started to happen, because all the the danger zone Christian kids were either already moved on, and they thought that was. They were they were like these these dudes are gay you know why are, right. why, why don't they just write regular rock songs why are they yeah. singing about Jesus what's going on there totally. so they're hypocrites there yeah and then the Christian fans are like they're hypocrites in the other direction so they got hit coming and going on both sides exactly um that's just what the it seemed like for me no that's spot you know? on he said he got death threats from the Christians and from the Satanists you know what I mean. But I think they were one of the last bands to be able to get away with that for a period of years. And you can see, like, that's probably, like, when that was kind of a sign that, like, the internet has taken over and, like, these kind of things are going to be harder and harder to, like, hide and Mm -hmm. brush under the, the, you know what I'm saying? It's not just going to be covered in the Mississippi Herald Tribune and then you can kind of whitewash it and still be making billions of dollars off of your records like you would if you were, like... James Brown in the right. 70s or something right. you know oh he maybe killed a couple bitches or whatever but you know yeah. fucking A yeah you can't prove it let's go get some more cocaine can't prove it can you <laughs> <laughs> you know not that I think James Brown killed anybody but you know those sort of yeah. thing like they keep the money machine rolling right, when they right, can right. and they would have with Creed for as long as it goes you know that's what I wonder though because it really did seem like I mean Scott had a self-destructive tendency which made mm-hmm. it easy to if you wanted to like dissolve creed it's like it was doing it on its own sure but i do think that the you know the message that they preached even though it's not like it's not 100% christian it is like a thing of like wholesome and traditional values and that was quickly becoming like this is not on brand this is not on brand for what we are trying to you know if we get into like you know more conspiratorial or like media driven um like uh you know like uh communist brainwashing or whatever or like trying to destroy the family unit type Mm -hmm. shit like creed is very much like not helping with that and their popularity shows that there is like a natural inclination towards this kind of thinking that we can't let it get out there so you're so you're arguing that they were more of like the sacrificial lamb sort of thing where like we will get these good boys that want to be nice christians and then we're going to fill them full of hookers and drugs and then we're going to bring them down in front of everybody so people are like oh these nice christian boys aren't really nice and christian and then you know what i'm saying it's going to disillusion an entire generation of potential christians into becoming heathens possibly uh and i i mean maybe there's not that full intention the whole way like what the the story of it that kind of like uh would be interesting to me the theory of like their their rise being completely like natural you know yes and being like unassisted i I think but then their takedown was was, yeah was the thing Mm -hmm. where it's like no 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 these guys are fucking way too big make sure that this Scott guy, he's got hella demons. We just need to give him the right pills. He'll be fucking off the rails in no time. You know what I mean? Maybe. And obviously, I don't Maybe. I don't think that that's 100% true. But Maybe. I think that, like, he was doing his own thing. And then the media loved to, like, tear him down at the same time. Because it's, like, this it's good... A great, it's a great story. It's a great story. Look mm-hmm. at this, like, famous, like, guy who sings about God. And, look, he, he got caught in a... In a, there's a sex tape with him and Kid Rock and four other ladies, you know, that's floating around out well, there. Well, at least it's not just him and Kid Rock. Right, yeah. <laughs> that would have been, been a lot crazier, yeah. At least there's four ladies involved, you know. Yeah. No, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, yeah apparently. So, apparently yeah, it's floating I'm around definitely, somewhere. Definitely, definitely going to let that keep floating. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> I need to see that. Hopefully. But, um... Yeah, and I guess it just gets to the point where now, like, some of the lyrics, I hear them, and whereas before, they, you know, they're kind of like pump up, like, gym rat, like, uh, vet, veteran 
kind of like vibes, you know? Very, um, I don't know. It's just like Stone Temple Pilot. It's just kind of like, you know, kind of just. Like, some, you can't hold us down. We mm-hmm. stand above. I'm you. not quite sure what we're talking about, but yeah. you can't hold us back. You yeah, know, exactly. that sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, when you frame it in the way of like, I, it, this is like a man who still believes in family values talking to like the communist lizard elite you know then i start to get really pumped up you know it starts to really pump me the fuck up because he's Hmm. talking about like i can't like lie beneath the tree of wisdom because you like chop the roots that feed it you know what i mean okay you know stuff uh like that where it's like it's getting more topical again Uh exactly and so i'm like this actually has like a modern day edge to it a lot Mm -hmm. of it you know because he's talking about like wisdom of the fathers and like uh like you know these traditions and being lost in the modern world and stuff and and how it's shitty and i guess the only person really talking about those sort of things that's huge in music right now is kanye yeah exactly yeah that's not the same feel as this by any stretch of the imagination this is more like you say getting ready for my run yeah yeah or battle yeah maybe maybe <laughs> maybe it's like you know when i think of this music i think <laughs> i'll of go like, to another do you remember titan ae yeah <laughs> that is what i think of like space kind of like a rare space battle <laughs> but, but the guys all have like like, bleach like battleship earth with john travolta yeah like kinda. john travolta with dreadlocks do you yeah. think, I think kind of of that. Yeah, yeah, that's still accurate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I um, yeah, it's it's an interesting it's an interesting period of music, yeah. you know. Um, man, like, there's a couple other bands that I don't know if you know or not that that would be fun to, to fun to listen to too. Is from from this from this thing. Maybe we'll do another old gold right yeah. after this and check out check out live. Are you familiar with I'm live? F- I'm familiar with live. I think I only know like the big song. You know, um, I mean, crashes. Yeah, but there's like the, it's it's post grunge is what it was, and I yes. realized like after looking back, like I am actually more of a child of post grunge, post grunge, yeah. because that's what I like lived through and was actively buying the albums when they were coming out. Yeah. Whereas yeah. like grunge, I was like, oh, this is awesome! Like, wish, like, dang, I just missed and it. And truly. You know? You know, truly, like, I don't know how to literally categorize, like, Alice in Chains, you know, to be t- quite honest. Yeah. Either they were a precursor where they just held on to more metal and they became kind of grunge through that way. Right. Or they were, like, a direction that post-grunge could have went that didn't go. Yeah. And that's kind of how I like to see them because yeah. they were... They were kind of second generation, a second generation grunge band, at least from my experience of buying albums and being exposed to the new music. Like they didn't come out with like, they came out after Pearl Jam kind of became on, came on the radar. Yeah. Um, I mean, about Man in concur- the Box was like 1990, you know? Yeah. It was 1990. <laughs> but that didn't, Yeah. Which I mean, well, uh, I guess Dirt is the album that made them seem like they were grunge, though. Yeah, I would. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Like totally. Man in the Box was there, but it was kind of like in that big sea of like just hard rock records, yeah. you yeah. know. And then grunge became a thing, and you heard Dirt, and you're like, oh yeah, yeah, they are kind of like you know what I'm saying. They're part of the Seattle scene, and then Dirt's really grunge. And then you go back and listen to the album with Man in the Box, which is kind of how I did it. You know, like I liked Dirt, I think, was the one that I really paid attention to before I went back and listened to the first album. Yeah. Yeah, I think is how that worked. And then you're like, oh, yeah, they are like in that. They're a Seattle band for sure, but they're a little different than like like the core of grunge is like screaming trees and yeah, that yeah. kind of shit, you know, yeah. and they were well beyond mud honey that in directions that were way better. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, um, it just got watered down in a different direction. Yeah. You know, with a lot of those other, um, other bands, but Creed is like a lot of those, like, like Stone Temple Pilots or, or Pearl Jam even maybe, um, Maybe not Pearl Jam, but you can come if you come. It's kind of the music that if you come at it lyrically, 
if you come at it with your own problems, it just fits right into whatever yeah. you're thinking about. Yeah, totally. You know? Yeah. And that's like the huge appeal yeah. um, of this this genre of music. And I think that's one reason why it moved to like stadiums so quickly. Right. You know? And then at the same time, like that was why it was so juicy to tear it apart. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think they could have probably squeezed another few albums out of it, but they're like, oh, we can have like a bunch of like tabloid success and just get rid of it and move on to the next thing. Yeah, totally. Because these dudes are. But again, like that last song, like the guitar is, I think you're right. I think the guitar is the most. He's he's just the most solid thing, keeping the whole engine running. And obviously it's the combination, because if you've got a guy like that who's like doing his like guitar craft, which like it's one of those things where as awesome as guitar is for music people, like most normal people out there don't really like register it. Like they kind of hear, they know there's a guitar playing. Oh, sure. They know there's like, oh, that's a cool little beetle-a-boo thing. Mm -hmm. But most of the time it's just vocals and then there's stuff happening in the background that sounds good and I don't know why. Right, right, But if right, you got right. a guy who's like dedicated to the craft and he's going through and he's like making it that way even though a lot of people are going to be like yeah the, the man the vocals are really good on this song you know yes. but it's oh, really yeah. cuz the yeah, guitar is moving mm -hmm. in a way under it you know what i mean making it making it giving you a great um yeah i know exactly what you're talking about yeah. i mean like there are some paintings that if you put them in the right frame they look like a way better painting yeah exactly you know what i'm saying and that's yeah. exactly what creed is so yeah. I got one more song. Okay. One more song off the off the last. Well, it's not the last album because they had one in two thousand nine. But we we're not going to count that. One. That doesn't that that, that that doesn't qualify. Doesn't qualify. Sadly. Um, yeah. I mean that I really want to check out the two thousand nine one, no, but don't. I don't. Um. So, this is going to be the title track off of their album Weathered. Okay. Yeah. And what's the title? Uh, weathered. Weathered. Oh, I was yeah. ask you that. That's what's the the, what's the title of it? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so yeah. let's um let's check out wow, weathered, and then we'll come back and say bye. Or yeah. we okay, okay, yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, come back. And, we'll come back and say bye. Alrighty. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. That um, I'm gonna have to listen to a little. Maybe make like a Creed's greatest hits yeah. playlist or yeah. something scary like that. Yeah. And um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, like, I, like you say, like the lyrics are kind of like refreshing and nice. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you can see how there's a time where you're like, this is some cornball shit. But then after like living here and now and going through like COVID and like Trump and like all mm -hmm. this crazy shit. And you're like a man who's still trying to like be slash figure out what it means to be a man. Uh, it, sure. It really like resonates. Cause it's like, this guy's like, it's not like a guy who's like either a com like reveling in being like a degenerate, you know, or whatever, or like totally gone. Like, fully, sure. Fully yeah. Gay or whatever. Yeah. No, it's, <laughs> You know, yeah, no, no, it is still, um, yeah, no, I think that the, it's kind of an idea to even like explore some of the other music of this time, just kind yeah. of for like what those, what that, what that lyrical thing is a little bit, maybe that second up. level stuff. Yeah, for yeah. sure. But no, it is like, I think you're exactly right. It's like, um, kind of something that we've lost that we need to get get back into the music yeah. and popular culture a little more yeah you know and this was kind of like the big sign off of it yeah totally that i can really think of because like all the like queens of the stone age and all that shit is just totally like different no it's different queens you know? of the stone age is, is awesome but it's it's Did the like... killers kind of try to do this a no. little bit no, I mean they they they've all tried their hand at like some stadium anthems, I think. But like, but I feel like the killers kind of had some like kind of I feel like, you know, some pump me up a little bit of that yeah. energy, a maybe. little bit. Yeah, and maybe Muse had a little bit of that energy right. at times too, a little bit. Yeah, but it was fading fucking quick and going gay. Yeah, it was going big gay. Yeah, either gay or drugs. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know. No, I think that's absolutely right. Or it was going into hip hop. Right. Which is just a totally different thing, you know. Totally. It was just disappearing. It was just really disappearing from yeah. our culture. Yeah. You know, cool kids just didn't, like, do that anymore. Right, exactly. That you were struggling with your masculinity was, like, admitting that you had, like, that level of masculinity to right. struggle with. And, right. like, you know what I mean? Like, you're yeah. done. You're yeah. done, baby. And if you like that kind of music, you had to listen to Neil Young and whatever was still all the old grandpas that were still doing it, you know, yeah. because that's where that kind of introspective, that male introspection yeah. thing is the only place that it's happening in like contemporary music, if you can call that stuff contemporary. Totally. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, this is a hell of a hell of an old gold. There's yeah, the, yeah. Woohoo. Who knew that old Creed was gonna be was gonna be as um just refreshing I know, as, that's as this, what, you know? That's what blew my mind about this whole experience. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. Because it was, you know, they just went through a long time of being like a punchline, you know? Yeah. For me, too. And then I come back, I'm like, whoa. And I think there will still be points where I'm like, what the f- no, Stone Temple Violet fuck is this that <laughs> yeah. I'm listening to? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Well, it's just he's got a way of saying some words where you're like, come on, can you just say it normal? I still do. like, I'll, if, Especially if I like start thinking about something else and then all of a sudden it'll bring me, I'm like, what the fuck is going <laughs> yeah. on? You know what I'm saying? What am I listening this to? This is unacceptable. Yeah, you know? This I is like, where we've come to. But we might, we'll work past that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Sometimes the, then it becomes like a guilty kind of like secret yeah. creed. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I'm almost, I'm at the point where I'm like, I think we can be ahead of the curve and be like, no, we're calling it. This is good. You know what I mean? It's definitely not bad. It's not bad. And like, we're going to get ahead of it and like, be like, Hey, this is cool again. Yeah. Fuck you. Cause I think it's coming, you know, there's like some of it that's coming back. Is is it the time? Yeah, it is. I think it is kind of the nostalgia for this time is is starting to begin. Yeah. Yeah. It's starting to begin. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Well, no, we're getting ahead of it, and then we'll be way ahead of it too. And we're just like, yeah, fuck this again. Yeah, yeah no, totally, this again totally. for sure. Yeah, but cool. Yeah, um, let's um, let's bid everybody a fond goodbye, and then next time we'll come back and we'll talk maybe about another band off of this. I was I was thinking live, but I think I may even have a more. I mean, we chef's, should chef's kiss. Maybe we can take an episode to touch on a few. Yeah. Right, you know yeah. what I mean. We can just do a post grunge. You don't want to do a full like Counting Crows, August, I and everything. Really out. don't <laughs> want to do that because that wouldn't even be a part of this. Do you know that album? No. Oh, oh, come on. That would be part of it. It's just definitely this time period. It's time period, but it's yeah. not the same. It's not the same. It's different. But it's 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 that's a white great. guy with dreads music. It's great though. Yeah, that's a great album. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note. <laughs> I just I need to pee really yeah, bad. No, no, I yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. You did a bunch of beverages. Yeah. All right, everybody, we love you. Give us money. Bye-bye. Woo, bye, bye. Bye.